To everything there is a season, and a time for every purpose under heaven. Join me as we dive into the history behind some of the most beloved songs for every season. Seasons of celebration, seasons of gratitude, and seasons of anticipation and more. In each episode, I'll explain the history of a well-known song and then perform some of it for you. Copyright willing. My name is Michael D. Young, and today I'm going to talk about Battle Hymn of the Republic. This song is sung all over the United States today as a patriotic anthem, but it began as more of a regional favorite. And the region I'm referring to is the Union during the United States Civil War, the Northern States. Julia Ward Howe wrote the words as an anthem against slavery, and it has continued to cry for freedom long after the Civil War has concluded. The famous civil rights figure, Martin Luther King Jr., quoted it on the day before he was killed in his I've Been to the Mountain speech. The final words of his speech were, Mine eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord, which is also the first line of this song. After his assassination, the song was taken up as a rallying cry for the civil rights movement. The tune comes from another popular song, from the time of the Civil War that was sung among Union soldiers called John Brown's Body. John Brown was a famous abolitionist, and the simple words and tune made it easy to remember and sing around campfires at night. The soldiers would even make up their own versions, depending on their circumstances, and it was very popular. It became a rallying cry against slavery and even was picked up by many African-American units who put their own special spin on it. Julia Ward Howe was a well-educated woman from New York who came down to visit Washington, D.C. She was accompanied by her minister, a preacher, who wanted to visit the Union troops and minister to them. Shortly after they arrived, Confederate soldiers attacked their position but were driven back by the Union soldiers, leaving a lasting impression on how. She had heard them singing John Brown's Body, and her minister urged her to rewrite the song. In her own words, she attempted to rewrite it and elevate it, make that song richer for a kind of educated audience. She had great literary aspirations herself and wanted to create something full of symbolism, which was the fashion for the writers of the time, some of whom were in her own social circles. These included famous writers such as Charles Dickens and Ralph Waldo Emerson. So she was in very good company. And the words, when they came, came quickly. In her own words, she said, I awoke the next morning in the gray of the early dawn, and to my astonishment, found that the wished-for lines were arranging themselves in my brain. I lay quite still until the last verse had completed itself in my thoughts, then hastily arose, saying to myself, I shall lose this if I don't write it down immediately. I began to scrawl the lines almost without looking. Having completed this, I lay down again and fell asleep, but not before feeling that something of importance had happened to me. And indeed, something had. Her version was picked up by the Union troops, who sang it to this same popular melody, and it quickly became famous. It wasn't, however, until 1862 in The Atlantic that it was published for the first time in print, sold to The Atlantic for $5. 
it's gone on to become a very popular Christian hymn as well. In fact, in 1960, the famous Mormon Tabernacle Choir won a Grammy Award for Best Performance by a Vocal Group or Chorus for their performance of Battle Hymn of the Republic. Now, one interesting difference between how the song was performed then and now is a change in the lyrics. The original words talking about Jesus Christ say, As he died to make men holy, let us die to make men free. Now, this had reference to Union soldiers fighting for the freedom of the slaves. Now, some versions today have changed this to say, As he died to make men holy, let us live to make men free. This takes the emphasis off the wartime aspect of the song and puts it on the actions we can take in our lives to advance the cause of freedom. This is the version I will sing today in hopes that we may all live to make mankind free. Mine eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord. He is trampling out the vintage where the grapes of wrath are stored. He has loosed the fateful lightning of his terrible swift sword. His truth is marching on. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Glory, glory, hallelujah, his truth is marching on. I have seen him in the watchfires in a hundred circling camps. They have builded him an altar in the evening dews and damps. I have read his righteous sentence by the dim and flaring lamps. His truth is marching on. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Glory, glory, hallelujah. His truth is marching on. I have read a fiery gospel written burnished rows of steel. As ye deal with my condemner, so with you my grace shall deal. Let the hero born of woman crush the serpent with his heel. His truth is marching on. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Glory, glory, hallelujah. His truth is marching on. He has sounded forth the trumpet and shall never call retreat. He is sifting out the hearts of men before his judgment seat. Oh, be swift, my soul, to answer. Oh, be jubilant, my feet. His truth is marching on. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Glory, glory, hallelujah. 
young, his truth is marching on. In the beauty of the lilies, Christ was born across the sea. With a glory in his bosom that transfigures you and me. As he died to make men holy, let us live to make men free while God is marching on. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Glory, glory, hallelujah. His truth is marching on. Thank you for listening. May music fill this and every season of your life.